G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today's episode is on a topic I keep seeing and in my DMs and seeing people get stressed about and it's basically on comparing your dieting calories to someone else's or comparing your macros to someone else's um, when they're trying to lose weight or even in a build. And this is something, you know, people do in life. Everyone compares and often, you know, the grass is always greener or, hey, how can, why can they do this and I can't? And why can they lose weight on more calories than me? It's not fair. And something you see a lot of the time on social media is a lot of people with amazing bodies and stuff like that will tell their audience they're dieting in a fat loss phase on X calories. And often those calories are quite high. And then people who are struggling with weight loss will often message me like, is this, is this true? Is this bullshit? Like why can they diet on their cal- these calories and I'm on X amount of calories and I'm not losing and they're on these calories and they're so lean and look that good. And the big issue is, is that too often there's so much nuance to dieting. There's so much nuance to calories and just one of the big realities of fat loss is everybody's different in their response to a calorie deficit. So in this episode, guys, I'm going to break down why you shouldn't compare your calories to other people um, and why as well some people lose body fat really easily and some people really struggle to lose body fat, even if they're at the same, say, starting body weight. So now, guys, before I get into this episode, if you can, please help me out by, if you enjoy the podcast, by sharing to your social medias, if you find it helpful. Whenever you share an episode that's valuable, or whenever you listen to an episode that's valuable, please share, guys, because it helps so much get my message out there to everyone. And if you haven't, Please keep leaving a five-star rating. If you haven't yet, I have like 10, 20,000 people listen to my podcast each week. And so there's a lot of you who haven't yet left a five-star rating. So if you do, please help so much. And as well, make sure you click the follow button on either Spotify or Apple, because when you do follow, then you don't have to wait for us to email out or me to post about it. And then you can listen to the episodes right away. Now, today's episode, I want to give you kind of a scenario, right? So imagine there's two people. I'll use two women, for example, because I've had this before with two clients. I once had two bikini models, um, two bikini model competitors, and they both started their cuts around the same amount of calories. Um, sorry, I'll start again. They both started their cuts for their comp around the same body weight. Um, I forget what it was. Let's say 60 kilos. And they both had the comp on the same date and they both needed to be obviously super lean for their comp. So same body weight, same duration of their dieting phase they had. So I think it was like 16 weeks or whatever. And so let's say, you know, one person 60 kilos, the other person 60 kilos. One person needs to be lean in 16 weeks. The other person has to be lean in 16 weeks. Now, why does this matter? Because... Going off just the numbers, what people would think you'd they would often say, well, in order to get lean, they'll need the same amount of calories, right? If they're training just as much for their comp and they're the same body weight, they've probably got similar muscle mass because obviously they're advanced competitors and they both actually, my clients both actually went on to win their WBFF pro cards on that show um, in their different categories. 
But here's the thing. One of the clients of my clients um, who won, that was Demi back in the day, she, I think, finished around like 1,100 calories to get lean. So she had to get really, really low calories to get lean. She looked insane, won a show. She looked amazing. She absolutely crushed it. And then, yeah, but for her, she had to get lean or to get really lean, she had to go really, really low calories at the end. So obviously, we didn't just start on 1,100 calories. We worked down and then the final couple of weeks to really get that fat loss response, we pushed the calories down even more. And obviously it worked and she won her bikini show. Yay, as we do. And then my other client at the time, Mickey Parker. I'm sure a lot of you guys know Mickey Parker, who's an awesome trainer as well in Australia. Mickey, who went on to win her WF Pro Card as well. So with Mickey, she, again, obviously needed to look amazing. And she did. But for Mickey, she, I think, finished her calories on about six, 700 more calories a day than Demi. And why do I mention this? Because they both had that same starting fat loss point, but one of them was on, say, 1,600 calories. And I think Mickey might have been at lowest, maybe 1,600 calories. And I think we actually put her calories up at the end because she was losing too quickly. And I think she finished around like 1,700, 1,800 calories. So it was like six, 700 calorie difference. So why does this matter? So just think of that. Two, two girls at the top of their game, but to get lean, even though they start around the same body weight, was about a six to 700 calorie difference a day. Think how massive that is. And the thing is, they're just different. They're both doing advanced training. They both obviously will do whatever it can. So they're both 100% adherent, but there's still a six to 700 calorie difference to get the same result. And why does this matter, right? Because let's say... If my client then at the time, um, Mickey, who could get lean on 1,700 calories, was doing that. But then Demi was like, well, if Mickey's only going to drop down to 1,500, 1,600 calories, well, then that's how as low as you should go, right? Because she's doing that. So I shouldn't go any lower. Then what would have happened? Well, she wouldn't have got as lean as she needed to do for her comp. Likewise, let's say Mickey was watching just Demi do her dieting phase. And Mickey saw Demi doing 1,200 calories at the end. She was like, oh, my God. Well, if she's doing 1,200 calories, I should do it, even though she's losing really well in 1,600 calories, 1,700 calories. And she drops down. She would obviously keep losing on 1,200 calories, but she could have kept losing body fat on four, 500 calories more, which makes the process much easier, much more enjoyable, adherence levels much easier, obviously, to, to stick to. Point is, everybody's different. And even when I start dieting new clients, I never actually really know too well how someone's going to go. I have an idea, but a lot of people are really, really different. And some people, for whatever reason, or I'll get into the reasons actually, some people for whatever reasons their genetic makeup is, can lose weight really easily. They don't need to get their calories too low. Whereas other people, it's really, really hard. It's a grind. And this is where so often people tend to think, oh, a calorie deficit doesn't work for me. I can't lose body fat because this other person who's the same body weight as me is losing weight on 1,700 calories and I'm doing 700 calories and I'm not losing. So therefore a calorie deficit doesn't work. And I know it feels shit and I know it's frustrating, but the truth is a calorie deficit will always work. 
But the truth is, is that unfortunately for you, most likely you need to get your calories lower than you probably would like. You need to get your calories lower than other people's to get the same response. It's just like for me, like I'm not naturally a lot of a super smart person like a lot of other people I went to school with and, you know, they could study one hour and I would have to study, say, three hours to retain the same amount of information. So I had to do like three times the amount of work to get the same knowledge result. But unfortunately, some people just need to do more cardio, lower calories. You can still get a fat loss response, but sometimes, yes, it just means that certain people are more prone to having to go really low calories. Now, why is this? Well, obviously, it's somewhat, well, a lot of it's genetic. So let's say you've got two people. They're both 100, 100% adherent to their diet. They're both doing the same amount of training. They're both doing the same amount of steps in cardio. But one person can lose on far more calories than the other. Why is this? It's because people have a different response to a calorie deficit. So when we diet, we tend to experience what we call metabolic adaptation. And this is basically when our body purposely tries to slow down our metabolic rate. It slows down our calorie expenditure. And it does this to make fat loss harder because our body's thinking, how can I preserve energy? Remember, your body doesn't care that you want to be lean for the beach or for abs or look good in a bikini. It's just trying to do what it can to keep you alive. So it's kind of basically kicked in natural de- defense mechanism for periods of like famine and stuff in you know the old days. Obviously, we're not going through famines in most parts of the world these days. But what happens is that some people, when they start dieting on low calories, they will just lose really easy. They have what we call like a, a more inefficient, so inefficient metabolic type, which means if you're more inefficient, it means you run through your calories more quickly. So you burn through them, which means you more likely will stay in a calorie deficit on higher calories because you run through your calories really quickly. Whereas someone with a more efficient meta- metabolic type, so efficiency, so someone with a more efficient metabolic type will tend to be able to diet on low calories. Their body wants to preserve energy. They more efficiently use low energy. And by being more efficient at using low energy, it's actually a good trait for keeping you alive in, in periods where there's hunger and famine because your body runs well off very low calories. But because it runs so efficiently off lower calories, it can also then mean you expend less calories. You don't burn through as many calories as you were, as the other person, which means you then don't create as much of a calorie deficit. And someone who generally is more efficient then means that in order to get a fat loss response, they need to create a lower and lower calorie amount intake to keep generating a fat loss response. So this is why often you see two people and one person will be like, oh, I'm lean year round, dieting so easy. And then another person's like, man, I just killed myself to get lean. That was so brutally hard. But the difference is, is that they're both working. They're both doing what they need to do. Like think of it like this, right? Let's say you have one person. They can go into a 20% calorie deficit. They lose half a kilo a week, like, you know, in their sleep. No need for cardio. They're on, you know, 20% deficit. So a lot of food still. They don't need to do crazy high steps. They don't need to do cardio or anything like that. And they just lose and lose and lose. Is that saying fat loss is hard for them? No, it's smooth. It's easy. So for them, staying lean is really easy. It's not, a, it's not hard. Whereas for someone else, 
let's say for you, you need to go eventually to say a 40% calorie deficit, a really big deficit. You need to do high steps. You need to do more cardio and cardio. So getting lean, yes, you can get lean, but it's a big effort. It's really low calories. It's a lot of training. It's a lot of movement just to get the same result. Would that person be like, oh man, dieting's easy. Like I can stay lean so easily. No, because they have to work much harder to generate the same fat loss response. And this is one of the big reasons why I think people don't realize enough, say with competing in physique competitions and, you know, fitness models who stay lean year round is a lot of it comes back to genetics. Some people, I I really feel the people who can get lean pretty easy will be the ones who can compete more consistently, who will be the ones who far more easily will stay in really good shape year round because it's just so much naturally, um, a natural, easy process for them. Whereas someone who has to diet so hard to get lean, they're most likely going to struggle to obviously keep that level up, to stay super lean. Yes, they can build their calories up and stuff like that, but they're probably going to be more prone to wanting their body to put weight back on more quickly. So this is why it's just really important to understand that there's differences. And, you know, if I often look at my brother, Glenn, and myself. Glenn gets lean so easy. He's naturally super lean and he's always had abs. For me, I've always been more stocky and I've never naturally been really lean. I always store so much fat on my stomach. And, you know, I look at food and I feel like I put on weight. Whereas my brother, he just says in super, super shredded. He's probably about 15 kilos less than me. Um, and for him, getting lean is really easy, but getting bigger was hard. But for me, I could get bigger, but getting lean was hard um, and I'd have to push it. And we're brothers and we have really quite different, I think, genetics. So I don't compare my calories and macros to, say, my brother, just like – and we're, we're literally the same genetics. So that's why, again, comparing your calories and macros to, say, a random fitness influencer or an advanced person on, on the internet – shouldn't really be what you should do so just because you see someone else dieting on far more calories than you doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong it can just mean that it's life it's genetics some people can just diet on more food some people still need to actually get really low into a um a deep into a calorie deficit to get that same response and this is my thing right this is I always say, I always just see so often that people think they can't lose weight, but you can. It just unfortunately means that some people might have to go more aggressive. So does that mean, you know, you have to live in a low calorie deficit? If you're going, if you have to get really aggressive, a big suggestion I have, guys, is try to do like short, intense, aggressive phases. And what I mean by that is sometimes just doing Rather than, say, going like a, a conservative deficit where you feel like, am I losing? Well, I'm kind of losing, not really. Sometimes people who really struggle, I'd rather go a really conser- um, aggressive deficit for like two weeks and then bring the calories back up for a week. And then aggressive deficit again and then bringing the calories up. Because by going aggressive, I at least know 100% they're in a calorie deficit and they're going to get a fat loss response. Yes, it's a bit harder. It's not as much fun. And yes, it's obviously not too much fun being on a big aggressive deficit, but this is why you do a short, short, short stint. So push it hard, have a break, push it hard, have a break. And I find this can really help a lot of people psychologically get through those periods where if you feel like you've only got a week of really low calories and then a break, 
I think it allows you mentally to tough it out a bit more, knowing that then you can come back up. Whereas if you've got periods where, oh man, I'm going to have to do 10, 12 weeks of a 40% calorie deficit, that's obviously not something that you probably mentally want to adhere to for too long. And you'll probably look for ways to exit out of that and binge and whatnot. So if you're going to go a more aggressive approach, do short, intense periods and then come up. Short, intense periods come up. Whereas someone who, for example, can get really lean, like some of my clients, if you can get really lean on high calories, you don't need to go aggressive. There's no real point to go aggressive. Diet on as many calories as you can. So that's why, again, all my clients, it's always different. I look at the client. I look at their um, response history to dieting for. Something I always ask my clients when I coach them is, have they been really lean before? Have they been at a body weight where they're happy before? And if they were at that body weight before, what do they have to do to get lean? So if I work with someone in advance and they tell me, man, I was doing seven days of cardio. I was on 1,200 calories and I was barely losing at the end of my cut. I probably know that they're probably not going to be losing on 2,000 calories super easily. Whereas likewise, if you ask the person, you can learn a bit more about their dieting history. And then that's the way I can also then make intelligent decisions to go into their cut. So guys, big thing, big, big thing takeaway is just because someone has different calories or macros to you doesn't mean necessarily you're doing anything wrong. And yes, some people seem to be able to lose on more calories than you, even if you're the same body weight. And no, it doesn't really feel fair, but that's kind of life. It's just like, you know, everyone's different. You know, a lot of people want to be basketball players, but they're not super tall. A lot of people want to be sprinters, but they're not super fast. A lot of people want to be bodybuilders, but they don't put on muscle very easily. You know, a lot of the best bodybuilders, even though they're on steroids, those massive guys, if they weren't on steroids, they'd still be the genetic freaks um, off steroids. They still look better than everyone else. So, guys, big thing is don't freak out if, you know, your friend's dieting on more calories. And don't freak out that, you know, and think, I can't lose weight. It's impossible because these other people are dieting on 1,600 calories and I'm struggling to lose on 1,600 calories. Yes, you can still lose body fat as long as you create a calorie deficit. But the people who have more efficient metabolic types – are the ones who generally experience more metabolic adaptation. They're the ones whose metabolism seems to be more susceptible to slowing down from a calorie expenditure point of view. Um, So yes, this is why it goes, it's just important to understand this stuff because the more I feel like you understand, the more you go, all right, cool, that makes sense. That's me. Yes, it sucks. It's It's not as fair. I'm sure I'd love to lose on heaps of calories, but it is what it is. So what can I do to get better? No, it's not fair, but that's life. But what can I do to get better? And thing is, when I work with clients, there's always a way. Sometimes it means, yes, short, intense periods. But if you're going to do that, do aggressive, get a response, but then get your calories back up and have a break from deficit. So short, intense deficit, then get out, have a diet break. Things like that can be a really good strategy. So guys, if you want help with your training and your nutrition, please go to coachmarkcarroll.com. Use my programs. My programs like Bikini Body, Your Glute Coach, Male Method, the Beginner Program, you name it. They have so much education in it, especially around nutrition to go with the world-class training programs. And yeah, I'd love to help you. I've had a couple thousand of you once again sign up to my programs this month. 
So if you'd like to go to that next level and learn from me, then please go to coachmarkcarroll.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, guys, you found it helpful, then you know what to do. All right. Thanks, guys.